right, let's jump back in. We're together again, and it's our chance, whether you're listening or watching, uh, to have a chat and maybe give you some ideas on a couple of things out there. So I thought today what we would do is maybe just sort of cover three aspects. One is around prospecting and marketing. We've touched on that before. I want to give a little bit more discipline around that. Uh, Then we'll have a look at the listing appointment, give you some ideas on that. We're going to keep it pretty brief as we go. Uh, And then I'll do a little bit of time management at the bottom and maybe look at some of the myths that are in there and maybe how as a real estate agent you can be more efficient. It's a job we all know. It is a job that can take every hour in the day uh, and keep you working late at night and starting again early the next day. So I'll give you some ideas that might be able to help with that if you can put them into practice. So first one is uh, prospecting. So prospecting and marketing, two slightly different things, but they have the same outcome that you're looking for. Uh, and they complement each other as they go through. And this is the first thing I'm going to ask you to do, and this is something I'm working with teams on right now. I say, okay, what is with your prospecting and marketing? What are you aiming to achieve? So what is the what is the mission as such? Now, the mission, if I was to simplify it, is nice and easy, create a listing appointment. So all my prospecting, all my marketing is designed to create a listing appointment. So I've got a client that I can sit in front of. Uh, So now, we sort of tidy up on that, a couple of bullet points around that. You would have a target of how many a week you're looking to do. Now, you may find it uh, too restrictive or too difficult to put time slots in. And what I mean by that is that the calendar forward has already got the time slots in. But you might look at it and say, hey, look, I'll, I'll nail two appointments on the weekend and I'll do two uh, during the week. Might be ones during the day for uh, people that are working from home or have the flexibility and ones in the evening. And then I'm doing two either on Saturday or Sunday or split across them. With your prospecting, With your marketing, a couple of things that I think we should be aiming to achieve. And one is that you become a household name in that farm area so that the people go, I now recognize you. And I'm going to give you a couple of thoughts on that, uh, that you become not only a household name, but then what you're aiming to do is keep working on that. So you become the most familiar agent in your farm area. So actually now head and shoulders above everybody else or you're taking the number one slot out as you roll through. And now as you upgrade that and as you roll that through, uh, it has to be built on trust, that they trust you, that you are the most trusted in their uh, farm area. So, And there's, a lot, there's work to be done around that. And the trust is going to be in three areas. Uh, at the beginning, it's trust, probably around consistency. They've seen you, they know you're reliable, and that you're coming back. And then as they go into the next stages, it is they trust you. They trust what you're saying or what you're selling. And in our case, that's a method of sale. They trust your advice. It's not a product as such. Uh, and then they, they trust the company you're with. Because if they don't trust all three, then it's very hard to get the listing further down the track. Now, let me just give you an idea around uh, becoming the most familiar, becoming the most trusted, becoming the household name. Uh, And this is on your marketing side. I think in there, you need an overwhelming volume of material that goes out to the client. An overwhelming volume. I'll tell you what that looks like. Uh, And we've just got one of the teams has just done that. So they have created four DLEs, four postcards, and they have ordered 16,000 in total. That is 1,000 a week. So if you had four ABCD, 
So we go A, B, C, D, and then repeat A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, etc. So what you're looking at there is for 16 weeks, there'll be a thousand DLEs, postcards, that are dropped into letterboxes in their area. And of course, if the letterbox has got no anything written on it, no no junk, no uh, unsolicited, no non-addressed, uh, then just avoid it. You're going to just annoy somebody anyway. That's a door you can still knock on, but don't drop anything in the letterbox. But here, that team going in, 16,000 delis, they, they booked them, ordered them all in one hit. The price is pretty easy, actually. And now they're set up in a garage uh, with those ABCD, and they know that sequence will roll uh, without fail. Now, they also know that this week, all the A's must be delivered. They can't let any be left over because next week the bees are coming through. So it is now pressure on the system to keep that out. Uh, questions would be somebody would go, oh, I think that's too many. Uh, or uh, do you need it that frequent? Or we should change out the message more. Uh, my suggestion would be no, it's overwhelming volume, We're becoming the most familiar. That is the aim that the person goes, man, I know you already. And that's what we're hoping to achieve there. So that's on prospecting and marketing. We go back to the top. What we're trying to do is create the listing appointment. So now we've got through the door. So now if we use the same structure and the same discipline around it, if we've created the listing appointment, what are we trying to achieve at the listing appointment? A listing. And I know that's pretty easy. Uh, but a lot of the time we're actually moving them into pipeline. Uh, it's a property that's not going to come to market now or property for the future. So slightly different there as we go through. You've got to have in every single week enough listing appointments to create the volume of listings that you want. So if you've got some going into pipeline and not going to market now, you need to increase your volume so there is market now ones. So you'll have, again, you'll have a target in there. Uh, you had a target back at the beginning of how many listing appointments you want to, in a week. That's why you drove that with your prospecting and your marketing. And now as you get the listing appointments X amount per week, it is to drive how many listings a week you need. And it might be one a week, it might be 0.5, et cetera, uh, or might be two a week. You will structure your business on that and what your capacity is. So now we're looking at uh, the listing appointments and how many listings we want to generate off it. And then also you've got some discipline around that again, which is the quality of the listing. And what I'm looking at there is uh, the method of sale, uh, that they are running with your advice that you've got the best method of sale in the current market that can change and adjust slightly. I would favor uh, auction. Uh, on the basis that in most markets, you're struggling to work out what the real value is. So if you're going in without stating that, you're able to listen to the market a lot better. So your method of sale, your pay, how, how do you get paid, which is your commission. Uh, so I, I want them to uh, agree on the method of sale. I want them to pay what my normal pay rate is. I don't want a discount on my pay if I'm working. Because most guys take a, a discount on their commission and they work harder. So you, you're going in both directions. I think the agents work extremely hard to sell a house, so you should get paid for it. And then the last one is marketing, that there's sufficient marketing in there uh, as it comes to market so that you're actually getting to deal with people as you roll through. Now, here's a tip around this. 
And uh, people out there, if you've read uh, a book, one book in particular, this will make sense to you. Uh, and probably it's in more books, but there is one in particular that uh, works on this. And that is uh, being able to convey to your client uh, what's wrong, uh, what's wrong and what's right and why they should do the right thing and, and the logic behind your advice. I think to do that, you need to actually map out what you're going to say. And then you need to rehearse it. Now, I think most agents are ad lib. They've got a general sort of fluffy concept of what they want to cover. They may not even have it in the right sequence, and I don't think they rehearse it. So then, no doubt, when that comes through to your client, it's incoherent. And then the client struggles to go, oh, I don't really understand that. I'm not going to do that. I've got some hesitation around it. So for the salespeople, make it fair on your clients, on your vendor. Understand exactly what you want to cover. Get it into a logical sequence. Refine the words you're going to use. So you take the nonsense out of it and you keep it nice and uh, clear and nice and crisp. Then people will understand. They go, okay, you got it. So I think you need to simplify that and have it pretty clean. Now, last one we're going to talk on and then we're out of here uh, is a little bit about time management. We've touched uh, on previous episodes on the Wellington chest idea, which is a chest of drawers. Yeah, it's like... Uh, multiple drawers, we open one drawer, work on what's in that drawer, close it, then we go to the next drawer and open that and work on it. So I think that's almost the same as when I look at computer screens and some people have every tab open at the top and so much sitting there and devices beeping away at them that they can't concentrate. So maybe we go the opposite way and we say one thing at a time, close all of that. Now, I know some programs we need two open and multiple at the same time, but if we could close all of that and concentrate on one thing, we're going to do far better. Now, I'll drop in there the myth of multitasking. And we say we multitask. You don't, you do one task, you stop it, you do the next task. You can't do two tasks at once. You're flipping between them, even if it's, uh, in a split second, from this side to that side, flipping between them. Uh, and studies show high, uh, very ineffective. Uh, the, inef- the efficiency drops out. You're doing a task on this side. You start the task. You make a bit of progress. Before you've concluded, you stop and go to the next task and say, oh, I'm multitasking, Wayne. So what that means is you've stopped, you then start a new process, you look at where you're at, what you want to achieve on that, you start making some progress, and then you stop and come back because you're multitasking. That one's on hold, still churning away there on hold. Now you go back to the one you stopped, you have to work out where did I stop, what was I trying to achieve, where do I pick this up again, okay, got it, and now you start again. That's the inefficiency as opposed to I finish it, complete it, I don't touch it again. That's in the box. 16,000 DLEs, four of them designed, won't be touched again, print 16,000. Not going back and saying we're going to play with it again. So uh, I think have a look at that. And if you wanted one last example uh, that when we're talking with a a sales team uh, and I think it made sense, and they said, oh, no, you know, we, we can do more than one thing at once. I said, oh, okay, probably, probably you can, but you are being very inefficient. And we gave the example. You're in a shop selling TVs, 
and they've got all the TVs, all the different brands uh, down one wall. You know, like there's three or four layers of TVs. Normally when you go in, they'll only have maybe one or two uh, images that are playing consistently across all the TVs. I think when people multitask, it's like taking that wall and every TV is on a different channel running at the same time and you're trying to focus. It just wouldn't work. So there you go, guys. Uh, concentrate on your prospecting and your marketing. Outcome of that is I want a listing appointment. Concentrating on your listing appointment. Outcome is you need to take listings to market now uh, and have enough of those, not just pipeline listings. And the last one is your time management. Do one thing at a time. When you finished it, complete it, and then that's done. Don't go back to it then move on to the next task. I think if you can do that, you might find that there's more hours in the day and you can do something outside of real estate so that you get that uh, bit of relaxing. So hope that's been uh, of help. You can message us as always with any questions and points and that'll give us some of the material that we'll come back to the market with. So have fun. Ciao.